Hey everybody, Michael Martin. Thanks for being here. So one of the things that might be frustrating you as well is that your equity might be leaking, but not because of any one particular name. You know, if you have names in the and you've been long for a while, <clears throat> things are breaking out, but they're stalling and they're not there's no continuation. So then what happens is on a day when the market might be soft, you might have 20 different names in your portfolio and each one of them might be down, say, one or two tenths of a percent. And when you add the whole thing up, you know, it can be a bigger drain on your equity. That's why you might consider, you know, looking at your equity curve, trading your equity curve, actually, right? So this brings into sharp relief the need maybe for a daily stop on your equity or a weekly or a monthly stop on your equity just so that if the market does turn, you don't give it all back by leaking just a little bit, you know, and uh, I think the expression is, you know, dying by a thousand paper cuts because it could be terribly frustrating on a whole bunch of levels and it's that kind of market. Granted, I don't know exactly what you all own or don't own, but I know enough about how these things work that you can make yourself very, very frustrated if the market behaves accordingly. So what to do about it? Well, you can look up. There's enough studies on the Internet that show the benefits of diversification um, where you look at the market risk, you know, as beta. They set it at one, this and that. And then you look at adding names to your portfolio. How can you diversify out the unsystematic risk by diversification, you know, and you could look at that study and kind of see how the line as you add names to your portfolio, that risk line kind of becomes tangential to the market. So that if diversification works, you kind of only are left with market risk. But the diversification will help you, you know, manage the risk accordingly. What happens, though, is that when you listen to that versus what people say slangly as diversification, there's a point where it all the colors mixed together, you know, become, you know, gray and black. And so if you want to gear your portfolio for a certain amount of leverage for certain type of returns, you know, you might find that there's ways to achieve that with larger or smaller baskets of securities. You know, you'll have to test the data to see what's best for yourself, but that's what simulators can do. Like what happens after you get to six names in your portfolio? What's the marginal benefit of diversification? to add another, you know, six names to the portfolio, you know, does it really help you? Now, if you're an investment advisor, of course, you have to probably have a much more substantial number of names because that's the deal. And you probably have to be more fully invested than not. But if you're a trader, you need to think about the number of names in your portfolio for diversification. Cash is a position, of course. Um, and then what do you what kind of return do you get from an expected value on your name so are you better off trading fewer names but larger are you better off trading fewer names and inching in like adding so that you eventually get to your optimal position so this way when they have false breakouts you don't lose you know and some of you are even really aggressive in that you have even fewer names and you're using leverage right i don't know what's best for you you need to find that out but there's all different ways to shape 
there's all different shapes and sizes here, not just from the individual standpoint, but from the instrument and the trading style, right? This is why, you know, you need to look at this because you have to find harmony in there, right? That was the, the thesis. The goal is for a trader to develop a system which with he, she, or they are compatible. Um, then you have to hope that that overlay is also compatible with what everyone else is doing in the marketplace. Meaning, if they're buying and you're selling, and vice versa, how do you have positive expected value? How do you create your own alpha from that? Whether you're short-term, long-term, intermediate-term, whether you're buying breakouts, whether you're using moving averages, obviously there's a million ways to color your palette here, but I think what's important is that if you haven't already thought about it, it might be it might make sense to just investigate where things aren't working for you. And if that's because you own lots of names that are all kind of leaking and not following through, you know, you have, you always have opportunity cost, but you might find that putting a stop on your equity for the week um, or for the month can help you with those drawdowns. Because that's a very frustrating spot to be in where you own, say, a dozen names in your portfolio, and each one has a, you have a protective stop for each one. But what happens when they all kind of come against you, but not enough to get stopped out on any one particular, right, any one particular name? So this is why it might make sense to have a portfolio stop on your equity. So it might be a little advanced for some of you, or you haven't thought about it before. I think it's probably easier to understand, though. Um... A lot of people think about it in terms of trading their equity curve and then they go a little bit more conservative or smaller when the markets are like they've been kind of frustrating. In the end, you know, your goal is to preserve your capital as much as possible and wait it out until the markets become more amenable to your particular trading style or investment strategy. Other than that, you might find yourself buying things at discount. You can buy things back in mean reversion playing the bounce there's a lot of ways to do it you know but ultimately it's your responsibility to protect your capital and so one area where you might have a blind spot is just this topic today you know what happens when you have a lot of names and they just leak little by little you know you could be down on your portfolio but the names didn't hit their own you know their their individual protective stops so you might look at that and find some solace in how to improve your performance without getting, you know, super crazy and having to reinvent the wheel because the, the numbers are pretty easy to understand if you just look at them. Anyway, that's all I have for you today. Keep it short. Um, if you haven't gotten a copy of the audiobook version of the Inner Voice of Trading, you can go grab it, knock yourself out. It's on me for free. Thanks for being here. I'll see you tomorrow.